Welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. I don't know why I'm speaking like this, but I am. This is episode 55, or 55 as I like to say. Uh, and with me this week is the beloved James Jones. Oh, I'm touched. Touched. Not not in that way, though, guys. No, um, no, no. Um, so, uh... Has it's been a while? Uh, I don't remember. Have you been on since I got back in the country? Or I think I was on while you were still in Japan. It was, I think, it was May. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back. Thanks. So uh, we have James to to rant about the various games we are selecting this evening. Well, I'm gonna be and, good. Uh, he I'm knows be... maybe half half the lineup. Maybe. And uh, yeah, roughly, uh, more or less. Yeah, somewhere in there. So. Um, I'm being lazy. It's hot. Hopefully my fan and my computer won't make too much noise. Let's get going. Yes, I said all that. Awesome. Thank you. 
<clears throat> Someone should say something. Yeah, uh, I wasn't sure if it was just fading or if it was actually done. It's it's done. It's yeah. I I gleaned as much. It's very very smooth. Smooth as Lindy? No, not that smooth. <laughs> oh, okay. That takes a number three razor. If you don't understand what I just said, there go listen to Radio Free Nintendo. Because <clears throat> it isn't like dirty. It's just no. Yeah. This is a horrible episode already. This is, this is a disaster. <laughs> We're done for. So that was it. That was the only song. you know what it is before that. I wasn't sure, actually, which is kind of sad. Well, uh, there's one more uh, song to hit it over the head for those who haven't figured it out, but we also have um, we have a question here. So uh, the question is, what boss must you defeat by harnessing the power of sunlight? Ooh.
is just getting good. Well, I think everyone knows what the game this is, but um, in case you're not sure which particular Metroid Prime it's it is, title. It, it's the first one, Metroid Prime. Numero uno. The first one, and the one that I think has the most distinctive music. Uh, they, they certainly brought the um, callbacks to old games and a little more. Um, they they kind of used those up and didn't have them yeah. to, to milk as much in the in the sequels is, is kind of the way I look at it. It just had more distinct music. The two and three have great music, but they're a little more atmospheric. Um, yeah, it's more ambient stuff. Yeah, and, and you know I have to say that third song is quite appropriate for the weather we've been having lately. <laughs> um, in the lava caves. Um, so well, Metroid Prime. Um, the trilogy is coming out next month, so it's a, uh, it's coming up pretty soon. Um, and uh, the game's just awesome. I mean, I, I've been playing the, the, uh, the Japanese release of just the uh, first game, this game, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's fun. I, I can't scan very well because it's in Japanese, but um. <laughs> does it, it does it make an appreciable difference playing it with the Wii remote? Well, see, that's the thing. I, I wrote about this in my impressions. It, it's very difficult for me to figure out if um, the difficulty settings were tweaked for Japan or whether the controls are making it easier or, or what. Um, I did not choose the hardest difficulty setting, and I, I was sort of breezing through it when I was playing it. Um, but I, I'm not sure I'm going to point the finger at the controls because um, I really suspect that they dumbed down the difficulty levels in Japan. Um, so, because, um, you know, first-person shooter controls are not mainstream in Japan. So, um, I mean, I'm not good at them either. I mean, I'm, I'm, I play Nintendo games. I'm, I'm not good at first-person shooters. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about the difficulty. It feels very natural. It does not feel shoehorned at all. Um, and, and you really should enjoy it. If, you, if you've yet to play the Metroid Prime trilogy, uh, this is absolutely the way to pick it up um, next month. I mean, I if I didn't own the first one in, in Japanese, I would definitely pick it up, even though I own three. Um, because I would not want to go back and play Metroid Prime 1 or 2 uh, with the GameCube controller. I just don't like it as much. Yeah, I, I didn't really... I mean, I had both those games. I don't think I finished either 1 or 2. But I finished 3, and I just enjoyed 3 more. Yeah, I mean, the first one has the best level design, so I think that it's really going to shine when you have the uh, better controls. It just, just, it's hard to complain about the game. Not that the original didn't work with the original controls. It did, absolutely. It absolutely did, but... This works better. This works better, yeah. Um, so, uh, Metroid Prime, um, of course, it was Samus' glorious return to consoles. Um, and, uh, well, it... I guess Nintendo's comfortable doing that because now that Retro's done with them, they're bringing her on the console to... Uh, Somebody else's turn. To Team Ninja, yeah. So um, that's pretty cool. I wish they would do something like that for Star Fox instead of letting it fester. But, well, um, let, let Team Ninja do Star Fox? No, not necessarily not Team Ninja, but I mean, <laughs> let someone who's not actually cares about the, the franchise yeah. work on it. I mean, they gave it to Rare. It was kind of forced. Uh, it was forced upon Rare is maybe the better way to put it. And then yeah, hey, guess what? They gave it to Namco, and Namco's like, what do we do with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, put them on foot. It'll be great. <laughs> well, that may have been Miyamoto's idea, actually. But, um, 
Yeah, we're getting off topic. What you Metroid Prime. Uh, Metroid Prime was awesome, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> that wasn't forged at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. I just never finished it. Well, it was released at the same time as Fusion, which I often forget. Um, yeah, it was. The that was fact, pretty crazy. Like we hadn't had Metroid in forever, and then all of a sudden, here are two Metroid games. Yes, and um, they also did that weird linking thing. They did, and uh, let you unlock uh, Metroid for the NES on your GameCube. Um, in the Fusion and, suit, right? And the Fusion suit, which was just a skin. It wasn't yes. Amazing. Um, and there is a way to get the Fusion suit in, in the uh, Japanese version of Metroid Prime on Wii. Oh, is there? So, uh, yeah, I don't know how. I, I just saw it in the menu system. I could read the katakana. Oh, so, nice. Um, but I don't know. It's probably like when you finish the game or something. I don't. I don't know. Um, but uh, so there are definitely some unlockables. That unlockables there. I, I don't think they're going to have Metroid for the NES unlockable because because you can buy that. Is it, is it all on one disc or is it three discs? Oh, I'm sure it's all on one disc. Most of the code's going to be shared. I mean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the, just... the controls are going to be the basic engine is going to be the same. The assets, the same. though. They're, they're... And the assets, yeah. But in GameCube, the first two, you know, those are two GameCube discs. Yeah, that's true. Metroid Prime Three might, but they could probably just do a dual layer disc. Um, yeah, I guess. Because I suspect the first, I suspect Metroid Prime Three Corruption was a single layer disc. So yeah, there's plenty of space there. there there's definitely enough space. Um, now having a dual layer disc may not be advisable for loading issues. I don't, I don't know yeah, much about that. There have been some, some um, issues with that, if I recall so. correctly. But we'll see. Um, I'm not too worried about it, even if it's on multiple discs. Whatever. Um, so uh, we're not talking about Metroid Prime anymore, so we're, we're going to talk about the boss. The I tried to throw you off a little bit talking about light, which is something that's a mechanic in the second game. Um, but uh, the boss in question here is Flagra. And uh, it's... <laughs> That's the name. I looked it up. That's awesome. It's it's the giant like plant creature that you have to focus the the mirrors on. You have to like, hit the oh, okay. hit them down so that the sunlight bounces off them and focuses on the this plant. And when you hit them all, then then he's vulnerable and you bomb him with your your morph ball. So this plant that doesn't um, like sunlight. Yes, this plant that does not like sunlight. Cause it's an evil plant. <laughs> it's a parasitic plant. It doesn't need sunlight. It feeds off of you. Delicious. And and the um, phazon essence in the planet. And I'm making this crap up, but it's probably true. It's <laughs> probably true. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's Metroid Prime. Uh, I feel like we haven't done it justice talking about it like this, but um, it's, it's been an a awesome lo- game. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good game. And um, definitely the best music uh, in the series, in my opinion, um, I just said definitely, and then said in my opinion. It, it so, was. It was. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll make a more definite statement. It was definitely a daring decision in de- game design. Yes, it it's still fun, and uh, if you like the first song, um, which was from the Ice Area, there are two versions of it in the game. So, get the game.
Whoa. Are you annoyed yet? Not yet. Hit okay. me again. Let's go. Feeling the action. Uh, I bet my listeners here are just like, what the hell? <laughs> they're my listeners, not yours, James. And they're like, I, I, my listeners have long since given up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, here's a helpful hint. I don't know if you have any idea what this game is, but, uh, what type of plane do you fly in this game?
So do you have any idea what game this is, James? Hmm. I'm going to go with... This is a terrible guess. It's like 1942. Holy shit. It's 1943. Are you serious? <laughs> I, think we oh. used, I think we maybe used 1942 already. Oh, we uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> so are you familiar with this game? I'm familiar with 1942. Yeah. So this is a direct sequel, 1943. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so you were very close, I commend you. Um, I partially chose this because I was over at a friend's house and they were playing totally unrelated 1943 that was released for uh, 360 recently. Um, mm. And they are having fun, it's not my kind of game, but... Um, it's sort really of, good music. It is, yeah, I love the first song, but 2 and 3 were great, yeah. Um, so this is your standard overhead shooting game. I, I mean, it's balls hard, you know, only like five levels, I think. Yeah. Um, so they, they cram it in there and, you know, NES can't push a lot of sprites, so it's a little plain sometimes, but, um... Bring the pain. Yeah, I was never any good at this game. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I played 1942 or 1943 on the NES at a friend's house a couple of times, but I was just pathetic at it. I, I've never been good at these kinds of games. And, uh, I guess it was kind of crude with them, too. So. Yeah, they, they weren't great. They're usually arcade ports, and they usually weren't great. Right. Yeah, I, I think I might have developed moderate ability with 1942, but I would never call myself good at it. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know if 1942 had this, but one interesting thing about uh, 1943 is that you can upgrade your plane. Like, you can add... Um, whatever you allocate your points to to different statistics and I'm I'm not sure how balanced that is it's I was watching some videos online and it seemed like if you didn't you know add your fuel tank or whatever then there's no way to beat the game you just ran out of fuel yeah well this sucks um so um yeah so your plane is the P38 P38 which I guess was a old standby during WW2 and uh you know, I was thinking about this while the music's going on here, and I'm realizing this is a Japanese game developer that's yes. developing a game. I think you're playing as the Americans. So you are playing as the Americans. You're, you're, they're, they're, they're putting themselves as the bad guys, which is, I don't know, I always find that interesting when the Japanese almost consider themselves the bad guys sometimes. It, it was like, a different era. It was a different era. They, they, don't, they don't like to think they're like they were back then. They yeah, it was a... They don't it tend, was to, a... tend to say, oh, well, we're, we're beyond that now. It was an Okamoto game, which yeah. basically he developed a bunch of Capcom's games just like this. I see. As well as as well as working for Flagship. Oh yeah, now what is he doing? He's, he's left. Uh, uh, he's I don't left. Know what he's doing now? Uh, oh, I think he made his own company. Or something. No. So that's, that's oh. it. Oh, he, he made Genji: Dawn of the Samurai. What? Genji, as in, as in, uh, based on history. Like the giant enemy crabs? Giant enemy crabs, yes. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> giant enemy crabs. It's actually based on real Japanese battles. That's right. Massive oh. damage. Oh. And now we've gone complete circle. <laughs> yes, we have. Wow. Clear eyes. <laughs> <laughs> This, it's just going downhill from here, guys. You can, you can stop listening now. <laughs> well, when I'm doing Ben Stein impressions, you know it's time to, to change the station. There are other podcasts. There are other podcasts out there. <laughs>
I would say there are other podcasts on this site, but you're not going to do any better. Oh, he knows he's on both. That's right, I can say that. On to the next game, since it seems like we have nothing to say about 1943 itself. <laughs> it's hard, that's all there is to say about it. don't even know what to even begin to guess on that one. But it's a nice song, isn't it? It is. It is a nice song. It's a it's a big change from everything else we've done so far. It's all relaxing. <laughs> oh, that's about to change. <laughs>
pretty awesome, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You say oh, I've, that. I've, well, okay. Hit me with a question. All right. What is the name of the enemy kingdom in this game? Lots of name questions this time. I just realized Ooh, that. Those are, are tricky. This game has really good music. It does. Um, and it's also a game I've never played. Oh, that's uh, not going to end well for us then. <laughs> well, um, uh, do you know what game it is? I I, I can only guess System. All right. I'm going to guess it's a Genesis game. All right. Uh, am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. That's as far as I can tell. That's oh, okay. Just, just well, from the sounds. Um, yeah, well, I, I suspect a lot of people got that far. Um... It's Shining Force. Oh! Shining Force, uh, requested by Drew MG, and uh, the subtitle, little, little known fact, is uh, it has a subtitle, The Legacy of Great Intention, oh. which, which is a weird subtitle. But, um, so, uh, last episode, of course, I used Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and uh, I, I made a statement uh, that I've been chastised for in, in Talkback Thread. Uh-oh. In the Talkback Thread. Um, and so uh, I selected uh, this from the requests list as another Genesis game that's really good and I was so impressed with the music that uh, I looked into it some more and I wound up buying Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection I just uh, placed <laughs> the order yesterday evening uh, and um, is, it, is that what it's called? Ultimate Genesis Collection? I, I think something like yeah. that, yeah alright Anyway, uh, I placed the order last night, so I, I haven't had a chance to play the game yet, but um, I figured it's like 28 bucks on Amazon.com. Like, 
what, and, 40 uh, games or something ridiculous yeah, like that? Yeah, it has a ridiculous amount of games, so even if I wind up just playing four games out of there that I like, it's a better deal than if I had purchased them on Virtual Console. So um, it seems like a good deal um, and handy if there's another Genesis retroactive. It's probably going to be in, in that collection. So... Um, so uh, I can't comment too much about Shining Force yet, but um, I, I Shining, Shining Force is very much like Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, it is. It's and it's kind of weird that uh, you guys talked about Fire Emblem in the most recent Radio Free Nintendo because I had no idea you were doing that when I selected this game, um, huh. and um, it just sort of worked out that way. Shining Force. Um, I, I've actually played Shining Force two. Okay, so uh, and, and what are some right. similarities and differences? I mean. It, it, it's pretty similar to Fire Emblem. I mean, that's really the best way to describe it. it there's, there's things about it that, that, in retrospect, make it feel kind of smaller. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? But, you know, the battles just don't feel like they're as big. Yeah, that might be a good thing. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that's, that's generally a good thing, because a lot of times in, in uh, Fire Emblem games, you'll find yourself way on the other side of the world. Yeah. But, um, it's a, you know, it's, it's a competent title. Um, I don't like I only played two, which, as I understand, is regarded as the best of the series. Okay. But um, I mean, I, it it always seemed um, you know, pretty consistent with the other games in that and that kind of in that kind of franchise. You mean uh-huh. that uh, genre? Yeah. Yeah. So that. Um, well, I've only. I mean, I've never played Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, it seems like this game is closer to Fire Emblem than Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, there, I would say it there is. There are individual character units that have some personality, at least. Yeah, um, only the enemies are generics. Right. So, um, you know, it, I think it's going to be a good pick for me when I pick it up. I'm, I'm kind of in this retro gaming mode ever since I got back to it. It's, it's a solid title. Yeah. And, and, you know, I sh- it should have hit me because the music style, I was thinking of it. It sounds like, like Fire Emblem. <laughs> At least the third one does. Well, I, I I think I'd heard the second song before at some point, but I couldn't think of where I'd heard it. Mm. It's like, oh, what is this thing? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think there's what three or four titles in this in this uh, franchise. Uh, there, I think there are four. There might have also been a remake for a Game Boy Advance or something, but I think the third one's regarded as being the black sheep, which may not necessarily mean it's a bad game. I don't know. Yeah, I think. It's, um, just not as good as, as the general consensus. Um, uh, yeah, I know two is the high watermark, so yeah. there must have been something wrong with three that made people not like it, or at least different. No. So, um, I don't know. Um, it's definitely an excellent pick, a good example of a game that I would never have selected that uh, that I'm glad someone else selected on my behalf. Um because uh, it's an interesting game, um, and it's definitely got awesome music. And it is an example of a game that probably is worth your time on Genesis, unlike what I said last week about just Sonic games being good. <clears throat> There's yeah. a handful of other games. There are some other games that are good. But but yeah, that, that collection, out of the 50 games, 40 are going to be crap. I oh, I, well, I, I know that. I'm not planning yeah, on playing I mean, Golden Axe. It's, I, it's, I have no plans of playing that. It's, it's um, kind of funny how, how many in there are just going to be awful. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the way I look at it is I've I've owned Sonic 1, 2, and 3 Knuckles many times, but have lost them or otherwise have trouble playing them due to Windows 95 versus 98 
type mm. issues. Kind yes. Of, not 95 versus 98. It was 98 versus, I guess, XP. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I can't find my Sonic collection for GameCube disc anywhere. It got lost in a move. So, uh, for all intents and purposes, the only Sonic game I own on the Genesis is Sonic 2. Um, so, it's not yeah, an unreasonable not purchase then. So, um, yeah. So, once again, um, I'm talking in circles. No, that's not bad at all. Yeah. So, Ultimates. And this, the, the Shining Force is on the Virtual Console, right? It is. I don't know if the sequel is or not. Uh, I don't think it is. I, the, I think the first one was pretty early in the uh, in the yeah, Virtual like, Console lifecycle. I think it was one of the first third-party titles released. I remember it being way back. Like, yeah. 2007. Yeah, we do have a Virtual Console recommendation by Steven Rodriguez, I believe. Oh. So, um, and I mean, it's recommended for everyone, so. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. There you have it, people. Oh, I, you know, we didn't answer the question, and, and um, so the question was, what's the name of the enemy kingdom? I'm going to guess it's something silly, just based on this series. Well, yeah, it's. I don't have high hopes for the story, because the kingdom you're from is called Rune, and the enemy kingdom is Rune Fast. <laughs> no At least... According to the, the intro that you can watch on YouTube. Um, oh, I knew it was going to be awful. Rune Fast. Yeah, th- this story. Th- well, at yeah. least at least I remember Shining Force Two doing things like that. Just awful yeah. names. So well, we'll see. The the, the could be very very cheesy um, writing, but uh, uh, hopefully I'll enjoy it. Um, it just makes all those that dramatic music in song two seem all that silly with the name Rune Fox, right? A little bit, right? a little bit. Especially if you <laughs> just playing with that text. <laughs> just flashing I, I think I think the hero of the game is actually just Max. Yeah, that's his name, Max, yeah. <laughs> it's not very epic. I don't know if he's a last name, but uh Max, yeah. It's just Max. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Sam and Max, other Max. No. Well, that would be a much more interesting game, I'd say. Well, maybe Sega needs to team up. and. Uh, there we go. Crossover tell- title. Telltale. And done. Sega. They've done it before. Oh, was it Telltale that does the... Yes, Telltale. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we should move on to the non-Fost game, which is... Non-Fost. Fost-free.
It's a pep in my step. Pep in your step? Exactly. Feeling it right here. You're primed up for um, Ready to roll. Game. Ready to go. It's 1943, baby. Oh, spoiled it for me. Pretty creepy, actually. It is a little bit. Not as creepy as this question. Uh oh. Which character in this game has four distinct forms? It can switch between, switch among. Oh. Grammar tastic. <laughs>
You should at least have the series by now. Yeah, super happy fun time. Uh, close enough. Super happy ADD time. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> ADD, ADD. Getting there. Shin Pokemon. We have so, a um, um, as I re- mentioned a few, I don't know, a few months ago maybe, um, I'd always wanted to do the Pokemon games, the original red and blue, uh, red and blue, green, whatever. Um, the original Pokemon games, but every time I went to them, the music is so uh, crude, um, I can't stomach it. It, 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 and, real, and it. it really is. And, and I dawned on me, I could use the remix <gasps> that came out on the Game Boy Advance. So here we are, it's Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Although, I, like I said, I think I own the blue version, so I'm a little confused. Um, they, they turned green into blue for America, is that the story? Well, or? I think it was... I think it was green in Japan, yeah. and then they just ah. said, "They just said, oh, we're not going to fix it. Let's just go with it." <sighs> okay. Anyway, well, then it wouldn't make sense. It was leaf blue. What the hell? Leaf. <laughs> I think they changed it to something <laughs> else. Those are just being stubborn. <laughs> it says leaf on it. Damn it! We got to translate it. <laughs> we can just make it water. No. Water blue. No. All right. So this is um. This is the remake, like I said, for Pokemon, and um, maybe it's just because I haven't played any of the GBA Pokemon games, but the instrumentation is weird. It's like some of them sound, like some instruments sound really good, and others are like almost bad on purpose and out of tune on purpose. Um, and it creates a really weird effect, like on that second song there. Um, the, like the burn, like it hits yeah, the note yeah, low. Yeah, yeah, it hits the note a little out of tune, like wavering, you know, eight bitty, you know. And um, I, I guess they're going for it. it's intentional, but it certainly sounds weird. I, um, maybe it was because the I mean the game doesn't take itself very seriously, so maybe that was kind of one of the ways they they emphasized the point. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a Game Boy original Game Boy game. Listen to it, ha ha. Um, well, I mean. E- e- all the Pokemon games yeah. don't take themselves too seriously. That's true. I mean, with the exception of, of Diamond and Pearl, which is like super seriousness. Yeah. Well, that's because that's the that's the trend with anime now, right? It's everything super serious. Super duper serious, exactly. Yeah. But um, that's a shame because um, lightheartedness is part of Pokemon's charm, at least uh, in game form, in my opinion. Um, so I played the original for for Game Boy on my Game Boy Color. Um, a long time ago, and it's a good game. I imagine these remakes are a lot of fun too. But um, the, I, I don't think I played the remakes, but I played the the other one of the other GBA games that came out. Okay. Yeah, and they, they Pokemon mean, Mystery Dungeon. No, God no, <laughs> never again. Yeah. I, I played a, uh, I guess it was Emerald. Okay. And so, yeah, they're, they're just the same thing. I mean, yeah. it really is, but it's they look nice. Do at, they? The, at the time they did at least. Oh okay. Now now compared to Diamond and Pearl they look kinda crude. Well do Diamond and Pearl look all that amazing or aren't they? Uh, kinda... They're three D. Okay, well that's not always a good thing either. Well it's, look, it's... look at Golden Sun demo for E three two thousand nine. One step, two step, three step video. Yeah. It's great. Um, but I'm sure that game will look cleaner when it's actually released. Yeah. Um so uh, Pokemon I don't know what to say about it. It's Pokemon. Um, 
The character that we were talking about, the question, which has four distinct forms that aren't actually really evolutions, um, I hope there's only one of them, because if there's more than one, we're screwed. I, I can't imagine but, there's, um, there's another one of, of this. It, it is one of the legendary Pokemon, Deoxys, or Deoxys, or De... I don't know, I'm not a Pokemon. I, I, I don't know, but its official description is that it is from a mutated space virus, so... Awesome. Yes. Right, so so we're doing some research here, looking at looking up uh, Deoxys for the question here. Yes. And, and, and we aren't terribly familiar with, with, with this character here, so we're trying to figure out if he changes forms when you trade him only. So like, it uh, looks like you have to trade him and then take him to a meteor in some city that he reacts to and changes to your game's form. I see. So, you know, there's normal, which I guess is normal, and there's tentacle form, which is attack form. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> then there's an E. Then there's Samus spacesuit uh, form, which is uh, defense form. Looks, and then um, then there's um, this thing. Mewtwo slash Frieza. I don't. I, that, I don't know form. I don't know what it's uh, called. Which is speed form. Um, looks like a jackal. It's a jackal. Chaos. Looks like a jackal. Um, it yeah, that's right. Well. Chaos yeah. control. Yes. Um, oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's not go there. Let's not. Chaos control. It shifts forms just like chaos. Look at him. He shifts forms. Yeah, this is like the weirdest episode ever, guys. Oh, it's... I, I, I blame the dehydration. So weird. I blame the dehydration. Uh, uh, actually, when we were doing some research, I came across some appearances that it's made in other Pokemon media, including in one of the manga specials. And I'm not going to read the whole excerpt of its of its full experience, but apparently, it it was stolen when it when they the Team Rocket infiltrated the Space Center, at which point they went on a boat, I guess. And, wait, 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 hold on, right there. Why was it at the Space Center to begin with? Was it being held captive there? Like, was it some some? It was in a meteorite. NASA found it and, and it was in a meteorite. It? Okay. And but that meteorite was on the space center. Okay, all right. And then it split into two different of itself. You know, it's a virus. It can do that, I guess. Okay, all right. Yeah, no, no. And then some kid jumped on its back. Which I, I don't know. Um, at the end, as the disaster ended, all of the protagonists reunited. Surd tried to capture Deoxys, but ended up turning the heroes to stone. What? Awesome! <laughs> then it sped off to the distant regions. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't have to. It's Pokemon. And everyone turns Yay. to stone. The end. Yay. It's the worst Pokemon Fuck ever. Yay. <laughs> so basically, he's just an ass, essentially. He turned a um, bunch of kids to stone. He's a virus. What do you expect? He's a space virus that shoots laser beams out of his chest. And he apparently moves on this website. Yes, he does. <laughs> if you just Google uh, this character, you'll probably find... We're talking about this animated GIF that's just sort of wobbling up and down. He's <laughs> not really moving; he's just <laughs> bouncing. <laughs> but it's they're like there are like 18 different sprites, and there's like only two that are moving, and it doesn't make sense. It no. doesn't make sense. It does not. <laughs> it does not make sense. <laughs> Nothing about this makes sense at all. It does not make sense. It must. They must have been dehydrated when they made this character. <laughs> But but um, to get to get him apparently you have to ha get the it's called the uh, the Aurora ticket 
which uh -huh. comes from events, and then go on a boat to some crazy island. So is the aura ticket like um, make you play the game longer? Um, is it is it like one of these? Let's stretch this out way too long kind of things. Is this, no, is is this it, like a Toys R Us thing or? Yeah, I think I think it's like a Toys R Us thing. Where you okay, to, so you so it's not this like huge fetch quest or something to get the aura no, ticket. And it's then, eighty-seven uh, steps. Yeah, okay, fun. Eighty-seven steps. Okay, uh, that's more than Golden Sun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> many many things were more steps than that. It, it like uh like I'm trying to find the name of the island. Basically, you get this ticket to go to an island, where you then get the opportunity to catch him. If you screw it up. The though, opportunity. If you screw that up, then I hope you save. <laughs> then you're done for. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, this is Pokemon. We're we're rambling, ranting, yes. having crazy times. So, uh, next game, last game. Oh yes.
Why am I reminded of Tails' theme from Sonic Advance? Uh, Sonic Adventure. Oh. oh when all alone in my chair, oh, no. I just go about wishing I want to be cool. All right. uh, <laughs> lyrics. I went too far there. <laughs> lyrics and games, not always good. Uh, my microphone's too hot. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm uh, hurting you. In more ways than one. <laughs> what do you smack? <laughs> oh, the filter is not on this evening. It's no. too hot. <laughs> Got the rhythm there. Yeah, I got the question. Oh, got the question. Got the question. What organization does your mentor want you to join?
man, I love that version of the song. That is so good. And I hope you recognize that song. I really, really do. You, you'd have to have never seen the series, ever. Well, no, you'd, never, you'd have never have heard the series before. Well, I, mean, I, suppose, yeah, I suppose if you, you know, played if you, it with mute on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is Punch Out! Punch Out. For the NES, obviously. Well, no, for the Wii. Um, I know. But but they are virtually indistinguishable if you just look at the gameplay. Um, but it's it's totally awesome. You know, I'm I'm picking away at it. I I'm pretty bad at punch outs, so the title defense mode is is really handing me my ass. Yeah, I got actually. I got rocked. Um, yeah, glass jaw, glass jaw. Yeah, I lost. A glass I, was, I lost several times. Glass yeah, so I was I was devastated. Uh, but uh, you gotta love Glass Joe. He, why he's French but using an American name, I who knows. But um, he's Joseph. Well, Glass, Glass Joe. Well, because it wouldn't make much sense if they called him French word for glass. Glass. Could be glass. Glass. I seem to remember that being um, ice cream, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe it's both. Verre. All right. So, Joseph. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a totally awesome game. I'm, I'm sure you've already heard all about it, but um, I'm really enjoying it. it. It's got a lot of personality and and a lot of meat on its bones, actually, because uh, there are challenges um, when you uh, play uh, the different characters in the exhibition mode. They have their own theme music, as you just heard. Um, there's, of course, more recognizable versions of the Punch-Out theme and other uh, more interesting variants of it. Um, you know, one thing I've always liked in games is when they uh, have one or two themes that they're able to cleverly remix and, and tweak many different ways, and in a way that isn't lazy. Yeah, um, they do do a good job of that in this game. Yeah, um, I really like it in this game, and Super Mario World is another really good example of, of where they had a couple of different versions of the same theme. May have been one of the first to kind of go that route with the soundtrack, and it, it really helps give the game a sense of cohesion. Um, not that I want every video game to have just one song, one song, one song uh, and very, various versions of it, but it'll make your job very difficult. For for a game like this, I, I think it works really well. Um, and uh, in fact, when you pause, there is a different version of the song that plays. So um, the second song was actually during a pause. You know, it has a full version of the song. And pause. It sounds different than when you're when you're fighting. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, there's also little things like each character's fun little cutscene when they when you first fight them. And... Right, and and some of them are real words, and some probably aren't. Like it's, it sounds like the it's real French and real Spanish. Yeah, but, um, I don't I don't think the Turkish is real. Yeah, I don't think the Turkish is real. Either. No, Arabic or whatever it's supposed to be. Um, so. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's cool, and um, like with Glass Joe, since he's the first character, and they have like 8-bit sounds when he falls down, which is really funny, I really love that, it cracks me up. And then of course there's like Soda Popinski, which has the most hilarious music in the entire game. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> like a Russian, oppressive Russian march, <laughs> punch-out style. And um, yeah, so, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, and, and definitely worth full price, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there, I didn't expect it to be, but, you know, no. there's a lot of content, although I still can't 
beat title defense. Yeah, I'm like on like the fifth or sixth guy or something. I don't remember. I, I've, I've set it down. I'm playing other things now. But uh, punch out for we awesome old school yummy goodness. Um, and anyone who's a fan of the NES game should pick it up right now. That's an order. I have not played it at all with the motion controls, though. No, I haven't either. I, I, I don't dare do it. I don't think. Well, I, the, I don't know. I imagine the the punching is serviceable, but the. Uh, I mean, the problem is with this sort of a game, you're gonna wear yourself out before you learn. Yeah, that, that's that's the problem. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you'd be down by about oh, a third of the way into the game. Yeah, yeah, but um, don't do the balance parts. What I heard. Um, yeah, I can imagine yeah. that being irritating. Is that for dodging? Is that the idea? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. Oh, what? What do you? Just use the face buttons. Yeah. Just makes really? sense. Yeah. But then again, we're old school like that. Yeah, we'll go figure. Anyway, uh, that was the last game this evening. I I know it was kind of, we were kind of bonkers and grammatically incorrect. Now. Oh, well. But um. To all you yeah. English teachers out there, can't like fail me, me now. I can't feel you now. I'm no longer an English teacher. Well, that's uh, right. You are. You're... Yeah, that, them's days are over. Is, is... Nice. <laughs> them's be overs. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. Metroid Prime is copyright 2002 Nintendo. 1943 is copyright 1988 Capcom. Shining Force, a legacy of great intention, is copyright 1993 Sega. Pokemon Fire Red Leaf Green is copyright 2004 Game Freak. Punch Out is copyright 2009 Nintendo. So do we have questions yet? I am looking up one for Punch Out, but that's not gone out so good. Uh, it's, you, could do a, you could do one for Doc Lewis telling Little Mac to join the Nintendo Fun Club before he corrects himself. That was kind of funny. Yeah, but how do you how do you uh turn that into a question? <laughs> That's a good point. Huh. Oh, what does your no, what does your coach want you to join? Yeah, I, but he corrects himself because Oh, well, then, then you have to then you say the then you say the one that he's really supposed to say, the the, the yeah. Nintendo Oh, it's a trick question. Oh no. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Nintendo is it Club Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, it is now. <laughs> Uh, so no, there's only it doesn't evolve, but there are four forms. Uh, what the fuck? Attack yeah. form, defense form. Why is it sold in eat the end in this, on this website? Is that the official thing? Why is it what? Do they use e's at the end of form in Pokemon or something? Could be. I don't know. That's I don't horrible. Th- I don't think. Oh god, I see it too. It looks like something out of Metroid. It kind of does, yeah. All right, uh, we're talking about this character. All right, it's done. <laughs> it's the first Pokemon to have its own music. No, it isn't. That's what that's what this says. No, it isn't. Mewtwo had its own music, didn't it? 
its own unique battle music. No, Mewtwo had its own unique battle music, damn it. I'm pretty damn sure of that. Here, here's a generically phrased question that that's safe. Which <laughs> character in this game has four distinct forms it can switch between? Nice. Perfect. And I, and I don't know if um, you have to change games to make it switch, but that character is in this game. What yes. form he's in. <laughs> <laughs> he is here. Yeah. Okay. Good. When I'm alone in my chair, I just go about wishing I want to be strong. I really want to be trusted when I'm alone in my bed. I just go about yearning. I want to be cool. I also want to be like him, but that's not something I can do so easily. This is not simply my way. My style gotta get a hold of my life. I want to fly so I can reach the highest upon the heavens. Somebody will be waiting for me, so I have got to fly higher. Gotta keep going, everything is a brand new challenge for me. I will be leaving myself, this is the only start for me.